Hey everybody, it's Matt here. And before we get to the episode today, I just want to invite you to slay this giant of sexual sin with us. I want to invite you to consider doing an event with us. We have so many different kinds of events that we could do. There's events for men, there's events for men and women, events for parents, for youth, for young adults. There's Sunday morning preaching. Um, some of the events that we do are for our one-time things and some are weekend-long conferences. And so if this is on your heart and you'd like to address sexuality and porn in your church or in your circle, in your ministry or whatever that might look like, uh, I would invite you to go to restoredministries.ca slash events. You can see what's possible there with some things that we've done in the past. And we're also very flexible with working with different event organizers and, and churches in what it can look like for their particular setting. And so if you have it on your heart to carry the message forward of, of freedom and wholeness and health over sexual brokenness, I would love to chat about what that might look like. Go to restoredministries.ca slash events. And at the bottom of the page, you'll see my email and feel free to email me. We can hop on a Zoom call together and look at what doing an event together might look like for you. Welcome to the Pure Victory Podcast, full of hot tips to help you win at sex, conquer porn, and find purpose in staying free forever. Here are your hosts, Matt Klein and Brad Hafner. Hey, 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 welcome back to Pure Victory Podcast. Matt here, Braden here. A couple of our guys, oh man, I was so pumped, so blessed. It touched my heart, guys. And PFJ, they sent me pictures of five-star ratings on uh, on the app that they were listening to the podcast on. So if you haven't done that yet, we would love to see that. Uh, every rating, every uh, testimony helps. And, uh, you know, it's not just about us as we say a lot, but it's about getting the word out and even just recently somebody's saying like, man, I slipped back into porn, but then I found this on, on Spotify, I found pure victory on Spotify and, and getting some help and encouragement. And it's just awesome to spread the word and get, get things out mm-hmm. there. So um, yeah, hopefully you could endure doing that and endure, endure this episode with us as we talk about <laughs> what it looks like to live a life of endurance, especially um, getting free of sexual sin. So you like that, Brad? What a great segue. You're such a pro. Thanks. <laughs> and I hope you don't have to endure this podcast. I hope you enjoy it. I hope it flies by. Oh, yeah. Man. Uh, me it's too. Good. I hope it flies by. But we are going to talk about endurance today and why that matters. Makes sense though, doesn't it? Because when we're in the midst of that battle, battling a porn addiction, there are hard days. There are days where we feel like giving up. There are days where we just want to throw in the towel so to speak, and kind of go back to our old patterns because we feel it's just easier. It's too hard, too difficult. Um, And sometimes this is really driven by the way we feel, our emotions, right? I'm not feeling it right now. Maybe I feel like I've taken a step backwards and I'm not doing well. So why, I mean, so these are the kind of mindsets that can really lead us to falling away from having a lifestyle of endurance. And endurance really is in the midst of struggle and midst of friction, midst of difficulty, we keep pushing forward. And we'll just be honest with you. There are going to be days where it's hard, where we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. And maybe we are stuck. We're feeling stuck. And we just, like I said, want to throw in the towel. So this episode is to encourage you and why we need to have endurance, what endurance looks like, what this means for us and how we can live and lead a life filled with endurance. Yeah, that's right. I, I always remember when I was 
a new dad. We had David, our first one, and he was, you know, he'd just squirm on your shoulder. He'd, he'd, you know, cry for food when he was hungry. He'd cry when he's wanting to go to sleep. And, and I just remember saying like everything in his life, he just seeks comfort. He just wants yeah. like his whole soul goal in life is I want to be comfortable. Yeah. I remember telling my buddy that in, in Landon and Landon just goes, yeah. And isn't that the start of the rest of his life? We just want the most We're comfortable no car <laughs> yeah. and most comfortable couch and most comfortable income. And, and I just thought, man, that is so true. And, and that's our, that's a lot of our pursuit is comfort. And so when we're uncomfortable, we just want to escape that feeling. The reason I bring that up is because whether the discomfort is momentary, where sexual temptation is usually more momentary, it's, you know, if you can get through the moment, not if, but you can, you can get through the moment and, uh, and, and you can be fine on the other side, whether it's, you know, an hour or five minutes, whatever the temptation might be, sometimes it's longer, but you can get through it. And especially when you have the right tools and right approach, it doesn't need to take that long um, or even be that hard. But but there's other things like like life circumstances and situations that are just hard. And, and from an emotional standpoint, it takes a toll. And so we have to learn what it looks like to endure the discomfort of life uh, and not just seek escape or seek uh, a, a numbing behavior. And, you know, emotions, and Brad, you referred to it, but emotions, we can't let them be the drivers of our lives, right? Like they have to be a passenger where a passenger, if you think about it, like an, a passenger that's navigating the driver or giving directions to the driver, that's a good thing. Like the passenger is helpful. Emotions are helpful. It, it, it indicates what's going on in our life. I mean, things that we're carrying um, that that maybe we've suppressed in the past or, or just, you know, how current life situations are affecting us. But when they reach over and grab the wheel and it's it's it and they take over, that's no good. And so emotions can be a really good driver to seek truth in the Lord, seek love in the Lord, to seek a community with other people, to open up to others about what's going on, to journal those things. Uh, all are all are really health, healthy outlets. But um, but it's really a, a maturity that is required to. Um, to be okay with the discomfort of life. Yeah. And so I, I love in James one, it says to count it all joy, count all joy. When you meet trials of various kinds, like, pardon me, what <laughs> trials of various kinds. Yeah. Count it all joy for, you know, that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness or perseverance. And when perseverance has its full effect, you may be perfect or complete. It leads to maturity. And so this, this discomfort of life, really is one of the key things that leads us into maturity. That's why porn addiction, sexual addiction, constantly escaping, that leads us to immaturity, emotionally or spiritual immaturity, because it, because we don't, is, we don't endure through things. We don't persevere, and therefore the maturity that God wants to do in us never takes shape. And so we want to talk about what that can look like to, to be okay and to have endurance and the discomfort of life, whether it's momentary with temptation or just from an emotional standpoint, from hardships. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we all face this. We all face discomfort in life. And some of us work really hard to avoid those things for sure. I think in our culture, that definitely is a prevalent overarching kind of theme is we avoid discomfort as much as we can. I mean, it's so interesting. The scripture tells us so many different components that's counter cultural to what we see right now. 
for instance, the fact that, yeah, we need to rejoice in our trials because it is, I mean, that, that work is finishing something in us. Uh, it is, is building us to become more Christ-like, um, more mature. And, and it's really those trials and those difficulties that, that do that in us. Like we, we can't get better in life coasting. What do you get better at in life by coasting? You can't. You got to put the work in, the time. You got to grind it out sometimes. Um, and, and when it comes to battling porn, if we're going to seek the comfort path, that's why a lot of people are stuck. That's why a lot of people can't move forward because, I mean, honestly, the battle is uncomfortable. <laughs> we're facing things that we don't want to face. Then that's why we go to porn. We want to numb out, right? We don't want to feel things. And when we do feel something, um, feel an emotion in life, it becomes a trigger th- point for us. So we go back to numbing out. It's like this nasty cycle. Any emotion we do feel, if negative, well, the way that we encounter that emotion is often by running to our drug of choice. We run away from that instead of facing it head on. And that's where we miss out on why endurance is so important because uh, really this isn't a sprint. This is a marathon. Life is a marathon and our faith journey is a marathon. We have to, by step by step, we need endurance. To draw closer to God, that takes endurance because there are days where I don't feel like it, right? I don't feel like picking up my Bible. I don't feel like going to God. I don't feel like calling up my accountability partner. I don't feel like going down the list. And, and this, you know, the battle does bring up uncomfortable things. And when we're battling addiction, we have to learn how to navigate this instead of run away from it. Um, and that's where endurance comes in. And it's just constantly recalibrating ourselves towards God. And so when we're facing something that's uncomfortable, let's stop. Let's take a breath. Let's think about what's going on for us. And as we, you know what's interesting? As we, we learn to endure more, we're able to become more self-aware. We're able to understand what the underlying issues are, what's going on on a deeper sense, because that's the problem is when we run away from things that are uncomfortable, which is this battle, we don't know anything about ourselves. We refuse to think about what's going on. We refuse to invite God into it. Instead, we run, we flee. We try to get to the thing that will stop us from thinking about anything. And that usually is porn, masturbation, go down that list. So that's why endurance, though, keeps us in that that fight. It keeps us going. And this is something that we got to build, though, right, Matt? Like, we... This isn't something that, maybe even a skill, but a life stance that we get from day one. We have to, over time, repeat these patterns to stay in the pocket, so to speak, right? To keep going, keep moving forward. And that's the same thing with our faith. Like, we can drift away from God if we're not enduring in our faith. We face stuff in life, junk. And if we are so wishy-washy in our faith where, hey, I'll come to you, Jesus, when life is going well. Um, or I'll only come to you when it's really, really bad. Nothing in between. <laughs> you know, I think it's the endurance though, is every day we have choices that we have to make to move towards him. Same thing in this battle, moving away from addiction to get freedom. Every day is a battle. You might have good days in that battle. You might have bad days, but if we remain using this, I don't want to like spiritual word steadfast, but it's a great word. We're steadfast. We remain fast to what we know is good and true, we hold on to those things, we are going to start to see a different changes occurring in our life. We really do. And I know this is a big thing for me because there were days where I did not feel 
like I wanted to remain in the battle. I wanted to give in. I wanted to wave the white flag. And I'm so thankful for those moments where you turn to God, you ask for his help, and he teaches you something through it. Yeah. Like me last night. And I'm like, I'm okay sharing this stuff because it's not like when you're free, you're never tempted. No. Like last night, my wife's like, hey, I'm going to bed. I'm like, hey, I'll be right up. And and I'm sitting there doing something on our main floor. And I'm like, oh, this, just this thought, this temptation came. And I hadn't had it for a while. Like it'd been actually quite a long time. It was like a foreign feeling, which was, which is good. But it was like, oh man, like porn <laughs> presenting itself right now. And like, oh, so I just kind of like listened and pondered and I was like, okay, so this is, this is like sitting in the discomfort. I literally was telling myself like, this is sitting in the discomfort and it's like the moment will pass and it's okay. And I went to bed and I was lying with Louise and just, I was like, oh man, this is so much better. And I, I could have been doing this other thing that I used to do right now, but instead I'm with my wife and. I mean, whatever it is, it's it, it's just so much better. And I think back now, I'm like, it was probably a minute. <laughs> like, it's probably a minute. Temptation used to last so much longer because I didn't know. I just would try to resist it rather than ponder and like bring the Lord into it and and dwell on the freedom or dwell on the you know the the benefit of getting through it. Like I used to just try to resist, and all I would think about is watching porn. And then I probably wouldn't even resist that long. I'd probably just like, okay, yep, let's do it. And so it's just a lot different now, but, but I mean, the reality is like, it's going to happen, but it, it's okay. You can be uncomfortable and sit in that. That's why I love the James one verse. It talks about the perspective to have, consider it all joy. And then it talks about the purpose in it is it, it produces steadfastness or perseverance in you. It, it produces maturity in you. And so it, it, it's not just like, okay, I feel it now. Let's escape. Or let's give in, like Braden's talking about. It's it's like, okay, what's the perspective to have right now? And I, I literally was like, oh, this is this is good. Like I, I'm sitting in the discomfort right now. This is the reality of what it is. It's not like I like it, but it's it is what it is. And and then I could look at the future, and I'm gonna feel better. So that, I mean, that's you know, that's from a temptation standpoint, a more short term. But I heard a pastor one time, he talked about when, when he's really feeling it emotionally and he's feeling stressed and, uh, you know, maybe not trusting God or maybe he's on, uh, I'm not, I, now I don't, I'm off what he said, but now I'm just giving examples like not trusting God or, or um, just maybe there's tension in your family or from a financial aspect, you don't see a way out, whatever it would be. I remember this 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 guy saying he's like you know i open the psalms and i just read the psalms and i keep on reading until something that i read relates to what i'm going through he's like i might read five psalms or at least skim over them and nothing really sticks out to me but eventually that sixth one like it stands out it's like oh this is what i needed right now Mm -hmm. and to me i I hear that and i'm like that's persevering in that in that discomfort you pick up the word of god and you seek the comforter you seek the words that will bring life and and that's a real test because we can hear in our minds or read in our Bibles that the Holy Spirit is our comforter. But what about when we don't know that? What about when we're not experiencing that? Yeah. Then what do we do? And that's really the test of maturity is are you are you responding with maturity and persevering in the discomfort or are you not? And so that's why we're trying to give these practical things. Like you can literally pick up the Bible and just keep on reading it until something stands out. I believe that God will meet you there. I, I think that as you seek him, 
uh, he'll meet you. Uh, he says that if you seek me with an open and sincere heart, you'll find me. I, I mean, I think that that's real, whether we're, you know, looking for salvation or just looking for his comforting presence. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Jesus, Jesus had the same issue. Jesus had to persevere through things. Yeah. Jesus said to his disciples, like, pray for me that I don't fall into temptation. My, my spirit's willing, my flesh is weak. And, and then he prays and he goes back to his, to his disciples. And he's like, oh, guys, like, you're not even praying. You can't even pray for an hour. Like, I need you to pray. And he goes back and he prays again. And he's just praying so intensely. And, and you know, earlier in his life, when, when Satan comes and he tempts him three times, Jesus responds with the word. But Satan tempts him again. And then he responds with the word again. And then Satan tempts him again. And he responds with the word. Like, it's not just one and done. This, this idea of perseverance and enduring the discomfort that we're going to inevitably go through, it's just a reality of life. Yeah. And that's why I, last night for me, it was just like, yeah, okay, this is the reality of life. This happens and it's okay. Yeah. And you can get through it. And so it, just to have that perspective and not be surprised by stress or not, not fall victim to it in your mindset, like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. Why? Jesus promised we'll have trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we have trouble and we're surprised by it. We shouldn't yeah. be surprised. We need to know what it's going to do in us and have joy in the moment. Yeah, that's so great. And you know, the thing that we have to battle is we maybe have this mindset. If I do the right things, life will just fall into place. The puzzle will be made. Everything will fall. The pieces will fall into place. Well, honestly, though, in this kind of particular thing and in life in general, often when we do the right thing, we face a lot of friction. And a lot of things that happen in life because our culture has a current that's pulling at us. Um, the addictive patterns and behaviors in our life have a cur- like a current that's pulling at us. There are things that are pulling against the tide of where we want to go in life. And, and so we have to do things that are intentional. We have to make active decisions. This is an act of battle. If you think that you're going to be inactive in this, the battle, you're going to find yourself like I did years ago in the same cycle for years of looking at porn, feeling shame and guilt, doing good for a while, then something happens in life that makes me feel something. I don't want to feel it. So I look at porn and then I go through this cycle again, over and over again. If you're not active in this battle and active uh, seeking God in this, but also endurance, you will be stuck. And it's important that when we face things, we understand that like, in this, we are going to have moments of difficulty and trial. And I love this, like kind of Matt, where you're talking about this reminding me of this quote that I heard. Um, and it's great. The Christian walk is about direction, not perfection. So that's a good mindset for us. What is our direction? If you're looking for, for perfection, you're going to fold. Why? Because you're going to hit something. You're going to hit a challenge and you're going to feel bad about yourself. So then you're going to really start to spiral down, go down that rabbit hole to eventually you go to your, your addictive behavior again. And then the cycle repeats itself. But if we have a mindset of this is about the direction that I'm on, am I moving towards God? Am I moving towards the things that bring me freedom and health? Am I moving towards those things? Am I active? Do I have control in this in the sense that I'm making choices? These are questions that we have to ask because when we have a better direction, we will face things and we will bend, but we won't break. Um, and, like thinking of uh, Matt and I, we both are big Edmonton Oilers fans. And right now- Hockey, NHL. NHL, hockey. Yeah, for those of you in a warm climate, you have no idea what we're talking about. It's sports, okay? Sports. Anyways, the Oilers right now are like the worst team I've ever seen. 
Like they're terrible. We're having to endure a lot. Yeah, we're having to. So anyways, what I'm talking about here is like they get a few goals scored against them and they fold like a cheap tent. Like they're done. They cannot deal with that adversity. And this is a good life kind of lesson for us. When we face adversity, and we do, because when you're swimming against, swimming against a current in your life, you face adversity. You're facing friction. Um, we have to look at, well, are we bending or are we breaking? Breaking means that we go back to our patterns, of uh, addictive patterns, uh, beliefs maybe, um, falling back in the shame cycles, uh, isolating, moving ourselves, lying. All those things are kind of what we do when we break, when we face trial. Um, but when we bend, we start to see better behavior. We are honest about what we are going through. Um, we lean in to our walk with God, even though we don't feel like it or feeling shame. You move into those areas and I trust me, God is going to meet you there. Um, when you open yourself up to being transparent and open, that light comes into the darkness and chases that darkness out. And this happens over time. Again, this is about direction, not perfection. The more that we move in the direction that we're called towards, the more that we're going to see our heart transformed by God. Um, but if we push him away, we harbor things that aren't from him. If we give in to our addictive patterns, we are closing ourselves off to God. It's not that he's closed off to us. And that's a key distinction. <laughs> God never closes himself off from us. We close ourselves off to him. And that's what falling into these addictive patterns do. We don't believe we have what it takes to get his love. We don't believe that we can be in his presence. We don't believe we have what it takes through the work of God in our life. We have beliefs about ourselves. There's something wrong with me. And that's what shame does, right? But endurance, it keeps our eyes on God. And this is a verse that is stuck near and dear to me. Philippians um, 3, 13, 14. Uh, but forgetting what is behind, straining toward what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. So, this is about a direction, a stance. What are your eyes on? What are you focused on? If you're only focused on your surface level behavior and not on Jesus, you're not going to have much success, to be honest. Um, that's why we have to move past some of these things that don't create endurance in our life, um, that remove us from the battle, that just makes us feel like we're getting washed about by the waves of life and the currents of culture and addictive patterns. What was that quote again? Oh, the Christian walk is about direction, not perfection. Direction, not perfection. I just yeah. like the rhyme. Yeah. I just want to hear it again. I'm like direction, <laughs> right. not perfection. Yeah, I was right. thinking it's it's about dedication, not vacation. Right? <laughs> oh, like, I like that. Oh, oh man, yeah. you're a poet. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and I now you know it. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> we could just go on. Hey, the Christian walk. It's we're going to experience affliction and affection, mm. right? Mm. We can just keep going. Yeah. But this stuff is true. Like affliction, you're going to have affliction. And also God's going to give you affection. He, lo mm -hmm. he loves you. It's not about just a vacation escaping. It's about dedication, being dedicated to uh, to the craft. So all these things. Hey, they're bumper stickers, right? We could throw all oh. these on bumper stickers. Just these statements that you can remember. Oh, absolutely. Throw the yeah. Pure Victory podcast logo on a bumper sticker to get the word out. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Hey, just yesterday, the, there, there's a situation. It's the worst relational thing that that we've ever been through in our family and i mean we're kind of we're past the the really hard times but but it's never been resolved and and so now just yesterday something came up where we're we're seeing these other people be treated in a certain way that where we should be treated i, I would say it like this like like logically we should be owed some some apologies um and other people got apologies for some things 
from these people. We didn't get apologies. And I was just, we were just hearing about this and I was just thinking, man, this is crazy. Like it, it's, it's such a crazy situation, but I was just, my, my eyes were focused on not like, oh man, poor, poor us. Like what was me? It was more like, ah, whatever. Like Lord, you've taught us so much through this. You've taught us so much good stuff. Like there's so many good things that have happened through this trial that we went through. And when Louise and I were talking about it, it was that it was like, consider it joy. Like there's so much good stuff. We're not, we're not hoping for anything good to come out of this uh, or, or to come from these people, whether that happens or not, it's fine. It's great. But but we're just kind of more at peace and we're just sitting in the discomfort right now of some relational breakdown that didn't need to happen. And so it's this, this like we're in the middle of it and it's just uncomfortable. It has been more uncomfortable in the past, but it's still not perfect. And that's just a reality of like in the discomfort, we got to go, okay, like what has been good that's come out of this? And also we're okay. Like Jesus, you're, you're doing stuff. We think you're more involved in this than we realize and so I just want to give that perspective to other people and be transparent and just saying like, we go through things too. I go through things, Brandon goes through things and things happen in life that are brutal. And whether it's with friends or work or family or different relationships or dreams or whatever, I mean, you got to just go like, what what's happening right now that's maybe hard, but what good is God doing in that? Mm-hmm. Like there, there's so much joy to be had in that when we see it. You know, there's people that their marriages are breaking up because of sexual sin and it sucks and I hate it. Um, but in, even in that, like what, what could we look at in terms of what God is doing? And we don't want that. We're not thankful for the breakup. I mean, I guess maybe sometimes it's so toxic that we are, but, but a lot of times it's like, ah, oh, it's heart wrenching stuff. But if you can have this attitude of perseverance, instead of just giving up emotionally and seeking out other relationships or hookups. It, it leads to a maturity that's just going to pay off so much in your life. It's going to, you're going to reap the rewards of yeah. it. And so it's, it's worth digging in and just being hyper aware of, of, you know, your tendency to run away, your tendency to isolate, your tendency to run into sin or to immediate comfort or instant gratification, um, run to a vacation rather than have dedication yeah, yeah. to to the the journey that God has you on, um, and it's tough, and we feel it. Like it's tough when you go through things. There's people listening. We don't know what you're going through, but there's really tough situations that you're going through. And we just want to encourage you that in our own life and in other people's lives, people that we've worked with in the ministry, people that we just know personally, things get better, and God works things together for good. It's a promise in Romans eight. He works things together for good, he, and, he, and he really does it. Um, but what it says there is for those who are called and, and, and who love the Lord, who love him and are called according to his purpose. So remaining in that love relationship with God, no matter what you're going through, is so, so key and so important in having endurance and living with perseverance yeah. through the trial. Don't get bitter towards God for what you're going through. Um, I, I remember uh, Bruce on the forgiveness podcast that we did. He just said, he, he's like, one time the Lord said to me, how could you be, or, or why, why would you be bitter for the thing I'm using to grow you? And because it was a hard situation, but the Lord was saying, be thankful for it rather than being bitter because I'm using this to grow you and open doors in your life. And we don't think that way. We think everyone, everything we want to have all of the good stuff in our life lead to the good stuff. Usually it's the trials that lead to the good stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so we just need to have that long-term perspective and have joy in the midst of it. Yeah. And, you know, like follow the example of our Lord and Savior, Jesus. Like he, um, you know, I love the verse, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Um, sometimes there are patterns in our life, addictive brain, neural pathways in our brain that are um, informing our decision. But sometimes the enemy is coming at us with, with temptation and attack. And um, one of the things that, that, that Jesus did is, I mean, he was tempted several times. And, and so just understanding that is that with his help, he can resist, but also understand that the enemy will come at us more than once. And if you resist once, good but stay strong, firm, go to God, trust in him, use the word that he has given you through uh, scripture, um, lean into that, um, do things that you can do that will help you in those moments in the sense of remembering scripture, um, remembering who you are, your identity, um, going to God in those moments, praying. Um, that's really key because eventually the enemy does flee. It's just though that he does come in waves sometimes. Other times it's more subtle. So learning to, to recognize the patterns, but some tips for you to kind of endure and be a person that is able to have endurance in their life. Uh, when you're facing difficulty, discomfort, bad, negative emotion, don't, don't, go, don't go to your phone. Don't scroll social media. Stop, breathe, pray. Little things like that. Just stop and breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth, breathe. Um, don't go to your, your other your drugs of choice, which could be social media, social media, your digital devices, whatever else. Because often that can be the trigger point that leads us further into addiction like porn. Um, so just take a breath and pray. Lean into your, the, best, the, the way that you best connect to God. Um, we mentioned the great resource by Gary Thomas, Sacred Pathways. Look that up. There's ways that we best connect to God. Some people love to go into nature and see uh, the ways, the beauty of, the, 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 of God through his creation. Um, some people love to have a study in scripture, uh, want to be part of community. Others love worship. Um, these are things that we can do and learn what those are for you and then lean into those areas first, above all else. Um, and, and these are things that we can do. Hey, I'm learning along with you as I'm speaking this, but there are things that we can do just to kind of bring us back because when we're flooded in our emotion and in our brain, we will do things that aren't rational. <laughs> we will move towards things in an irrational way. And that's why doing some of these little tips, like just stopping, breathing, um, praying, and then leaning into the ways that we connect to God, as much as you can do those things, that will bring us back. And um, that'll help us to endure those uncomfortable moments where we're facing a negative emotion, a difficulty in our day, or even sometimes bigger, deeper stuff that's happening. So um, there are things we can do. You're not out of control. Because if you feel like you're out of control in the sense that um, I don't know what's coming around the corner, join the club. We don't know what's around the corner in life. We all face circumstance. We all face things that aren't ideal, right? I just had my car break down, my SUV. It seems like that thing is just like a whack-a-mole. When one problem gets fixed, the other one comes up. I'm dealing with this right now. And that might seem really limited in the, the scope and uh, difficulty that might be in comparison to what others are going through. But hey, I'm facing this right now. I'm frustrated, <laughs> but I have to learn how to be able to manage those difficulties in life and not go to other things to not think about the challenges, um, the circumstances that I'm, I'm wrestling with right now. And it's the same thing in deeper things. Um, we have to be able to endure in those moments. And I think that we come out so much better. I don't want to get all cliche on you, but we know this with diamonds, right? Pressure and time, 
you know, when those things refine into to create a beautiful diamond um, from coal. And it's the same thing for us. Like, you know, sometimes the pressure we face that God allows us to go through, it refines us and creates us to become more like Jesus. So don't run away from this stuff or avoid it, uh, but sit in the pocket, so to speak, and face it head on, but God's there to help you. Yeah, that's right. That was good. Last week I had a situation that just stressed me out. It was an unnecessary thing that didn't have to happen. It was miscommunication and it just, it was like two and a half days, like a, like a, quite a bit of stress. And I was feeling it in my body, especially the first day, maybe first two days, I'm feeling it in my, in my body and just like mentally like going, Oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened. And, and anyways, so it was in the morning when I first found out and all day, I'm like, I'm going to talk to Louise about this at night. I got to tell her and, and didn't really have a chance during the day. So kids went down and before talking to Louise, I just went and I lay on my couch and I was just like, man, Lord, what, what, like, why is this such a big thing uh, that's affecting me? And um, I understand what happened, but like, why did it affect me so much? And I just asked the Lord a question and and I sat and listened. I don't think I always hear from the Lord, but this time I did. And it was really cool what he said. And I don't mean to say, I mean, it's more personal, but it was just like, oh, his word was so comforting to me. And it made so much sense why this thing was affecting me. And then I was able to talk to Louise about it and get it off my chest. And it didn't totally make the situation go away, but my whole perspective started to just change and it felt lighter. And so sometimes when you're so uncomfortable, we can blame a situation for wanting to escape, but maybe sometimes we just don't steward it well. And that's something that I've had to grow in. I've not always been good at that, but just getting the Lord's word about something or per his perspective, whether you know you hear from him or you read it in Bible or or whatever that would be. And then talking about it with somebody, if you can journal, those are three really good outlets. Mm. Um, yep. Yeah. Sometimes that's what that's, it's the lack of stewardship that really affects us rather than the situation that causes us stress. And so we want you to be able to steward uh, with endurance, steward things with endurance and perseverance because it just, it adds so much to your life. So um, before we wrap up, I just want to say this too. If you don't think that it's worth it to go through something, that's going to be a real hindering block to your perseverance. If you don't think it's worth it to get through a moment of temptation, because you just think, oh, whatever, if I beat this, I'll just fall tomorrow. That's going to real hindering block. If you don't think that that is worth it to persevere through this emotional situation because it, you don't think it will ever be resolved, then it's really hard. And so I, I would encourage you just to ponder that and go, what will I gain from this if I persevere? And also on the flip side, what will I, how will I negatively be affected if I don't persevere, if I do just give in? Because that'll start to bring things to the surface about why it is a, a positive thing. Um, but, you know, a lot of us, especially with pornography, we've been engaged in it since we're 10, 11 years old, and we've never lived a life of freedom. We don't think that we can. It's like decades that we've been involved in this stuff. And so, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, get through this moment tonight, but that doesn't mean I'll be free forever. I mean, what's really the point? And so we just want to encourage you that it is worth it. Things can change. You are so valuable and we don't want you to get involved in this, in this muck any day of your life, especially today. And then tomorrow, it's especially that day and then the next day, especially that day. And so do you take it one day at a time rather than doubting that you're going to live this life uh, of freedom or live this life of, you know, prospering in whatever way it would be if you endure, 
Don't think long term if that's a hindering block to you. Think one day at a time. Tomorrow has enough trouble of its own, Jesus says. Just worry about today and get through today as well as you can, stewarding this, enduring as much as you can. And we just believe you're going to reap the rewards for that. Thanks for listening. If you would like to hear more, please visit purevictorypodcast.com to subscribe. This podcast was made possible by the generous donations of our subscribers. If you would like to help support the cause financially, once again, please visit purevictorypodcast.com.